Welcome to the Yal Mega Podcast, where we delve into the inspiring stories of entrepreneurs, motivational coaches, and business leaders. Join us as we hear about their journey to success and the challenges they face along the way. We'll uncover their secrets to perseverance and determination and gain valuable insights into what it takes to reach your goals. The journey may not be beautiful, but it is always purposeful. So sit back, relax, and be ready to be inspired by those who have dared to dream big and make it a reality. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to a brand new album, Mega Podcast. Yeah, baby. And today we have an amazing guest. This person is a survivor. He is a warrior. He is an author. He is out there inspiring others to find the best of themselves. Let me introduce the one, the only, Mr. Charles Smith. How are you? Hi, Elves. Thank you very much. Glad to be no, here. No, thank I, you for I, coming on. I want, that, I want that suit jacket and tie. <laughs> the Batman one? Yeah, Batman one, yep, yep. Oh, yeah, I wore it's that cool. for the first time at uh, Toy Fair in New York, and it was really hysterical how everybody was stopping me, wanting to take pictures, where did I get it? It was fun. Mm. Random people everywhere. You know, it, it was a lot of fun. It definitely brings attention. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very cool. I like it. <laughs> so it so, shows me you're a Batman fan. <laughs> I am definitely. Yeah. There we go. There we go. See, that's a cool way to look like Bruce Wayne, right? <laughs> yeah. Got right. a lot of similarities except for the money. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, here, you definitely got all the pains Bruce and Batman have been through, the scars yeah. uh, uh, of, of missions and battles in life. You definitely have that journey. So let's let's begin. You know, uh, Charles, tell us a bit. You know, where you're originally from, and and and, and those you know those beginnings of, of your story. Well, I'm from the Worcester area, Worcester, Massachusetts, or Worcester, as some people can call it. Oh, yeah. New York is definitely Worcester. Yep, <laughs> I'm yep. in Webster now, but I used to always pronounce <laughs> it like that. And somebody uh, told me, no, it's Worcester. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, it's Worcester or Worcester. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> definitely doesn't sound like it's written. But, Absolutely. yeah, my... um. My story starts out with my my father being uh, an entrepreneur, multiple nursing homes, um, land everywhere in the Worcester area. And then one day he lost it all. One day? Yeah, it seemed like one day everything went poof. And he had to um, sell what he had. He had to sell the house and everything else that he owned and to the point where my grandfather had to actually build a duplex so we would have a place to live. So, but you mean had to sell? He just got into some, some something just happened and boom. I have no idea. I being no. a being a trained private investigator too, I've looked into it and all I could tell was that it changed hands. It doesn't say why. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a story there. It <laughs> needs to come out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, wow. I wish I, I wish I could figure it out, but um, yeah. you will, Charles. You know, you're Batman. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish, wish I had his money. <laughs> it, it, it's coming because you're doing some good work out there in the world, and you know, and all that stuff is reciprocated. You know, one way or another, it's just manifestation. So you're putting good energy, and plus the way that you share your story. So okay, so let's get into it. So your, your daddy one day, you said it's just poof. 
you know, you, you're moving now all of a sudden. You're living with grandpa. I don't know. Well, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm I'm living in a duplex that my grandfather built. Okay. And with my mother and my father and all that. And um then my mother passed away of uh an overdose. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. So, thank you. Wow. What, what what year was this? I was wow. six years old, so seventy okay. eight. Oh, oh yeah, and that, it was already hard enough from that era. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and then my father moved to me and my sister around Texas, Arizona. Um, I actually have a book so, called Ten Homes in Eleven Years. What is that serious? Yeah, I was in ten homes in eleven years. Yep. Oh my and, God! But what prompted yeah. the moves? I mean, was it the, the the passing of your mama? What what changed that between that you, was your the first father? Okay. That was the first one with my my father, and then um, after that, I went. Uh, <clears throat> we we went all around looking for my father, looking for work. Okay. You know, like he was a um, he was a chef at a college in Arizona on a Navajo reservation. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, in Texas, he ran a gas station, and he he had a um, uh, food truck that he tried to sell food with. So, oh, so he's okay. So he maintained the entrepreneurial spirit. Yes, yep, yep, most definitely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And he didn't try to give up to be his old man. He was trying, yeah. I guess, still. Okay. Yeah. And then he passed away when I was 11 years old in oh Fairmont, Texas. Was that sudden? Yeah. To me, at 11 years old, it was sudden. Oh. Well, what, what was happening? What, what, was he going through health issues? That you... Yeah, he, he was 30 years older than my mother. Thirty. Oh wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. he was a pla- he was a cradle robber. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. My parents almost have a, a, a big a big huge difference like that. And I said, "Damn, Dad, you were pumping in the United States. You know, he came as a twenty year old man. I believe they have about a twenty year difference." I said, "So you're here pimping in the states, and my mom is just being born, and you cradle robber, you know?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Definitely. Uh, but wow. yeah, then my um, the day my father died, I woke up that morning and I knew something was off. I seen him making his coffee, and I knew that something was wrong. I went up to him, I hugged him, I said, uh, "Now, can I stay home from school?" Because I didn't want to tell him I I have a really bad feeling about something, but I just said yeah. I'm going to stay home from school, and. He told me no. I already missed too much school with all of them around. And then um, we, I went into my bathroom, stuck my finger down my throat to induce vomiting to show him that I was sick. Okay. You know? And then uh, after that, I stayed home. My, my sister went to school, and we stopped at a store and bought some odds and ends, bread, milk, whatever. And uh, he passed out on me in the store, and he was he was a bad diabetic, and the store clerk knew knew him. When he came to, he gave him some orange juice, which enabled us to go back home, 
then he passed out on me again oh. at home. So the second time in like an hour. And then I went, um, I ran over to my neighbor's house, told my neighbors that I, you know, something's going on. I need to bring my dad to the hospital. And he, we got him to the hospital and he passed away in the hospital with me oh. holding his hand. Oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Thank Jeez, you. such tragedy at such an early age already. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, already, oof. Painful, I can't imagine. So, what what was what was going through your mind? I mean, first mama and now papa, and you're 11 years old. You got a, a sibling. Well, mm. Hey, not and, yep. and you're in another state now, right? You're not even in your family, I suppose, correct? Yeah, thankfully, my family's name is Dorenzo and not Smith, because <laughs> I, I can just imagine back then without internet or anything like that. Yeah. If if they if they had um, you know. Had to look for a Smith in Massachusetts. <laughs> I wouldn't be my family. Um, luckily, they had to look for Dorenzo, which there was only a handful, and they got a hold of my uncle, who got a hold of my grandfather, and then we were um, my uncle, um, my grandfather sent my uncle down to get us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. So, not not who did you live with once they got you? Was it with your well, you went back to your uh, granddad at the duplex. Well, my my grandfather was my legal guardian, and okay. he didn't have the room for us, so we lived next to um with my aunt, uncle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, so, and so, how did you deal with that then? I mean, now again, once again, you moved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. back, you know, home, if you will, or this yeah, home area. Circle. Yeah. So, so, so what was going through your head as a young kid, man? I was just beside myself, and I acted out a lot in my in my youth. I acted out. I I became a thief. I became this. I became that. that. And, mm -hmm. you know, it was just the way that I dealt with it all. I processed it all. You know, I didn't. I didn't want my aunt, uncle, to be my parental figures. You know, I, I pushed that away. I pushed everybody away. You know, I, I had my group of friends that were like my family. But besides that, that was that was all that I was really interested in. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, 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 all right, so how, how long were you feeling this, this, this anger within? You know, did, did it subside at any point, you know, in, in your youth? Or, or did something else not, happen? Not really. <laughs> I... Um, I had other animals and people, but I, when I, I graduated high school and then, um, my, I really got into drugs and whatnot. And Ooh. my, um, yeah. And my aunt told me pretty much get a job, go out, get a job and don't come back, which was tough love that I needed back then. You know, I, I, I needed to do something. So I went into the military. Oh, wow. So that was my, yeah. my, how, how, how did that get prompted in your mind to do? Were you, did you just happen to walk by a recruiter, you know, while you were in no, the my, mind? My, my grandfather, my grandfather again, and my, his brothers and my mother were all, so, and uncle mm -hmm. that was in Vietnam and, yeah, I have a long line of military in my family. So, so thank you for your service, then. 
you're, and your you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that yeah. was my detox from wow. crack cocaine. Was the uh, the military? What? In the mil- Okay, yeah. so uh, wait, and this is what like the eighties? Because how the military <laughs> going to deal with that? Nineteen ninety three. In ninety three. Oh wow! I just graduated high school then too. All right. So mm-hmm. wow. So you're so you're in the military. How were they dealing with that then? That that type of behavior. What, did you behave like that there? Did you act like the like the big guy you were outside, or, or did they check you really quickly? <laughs> oh, they they checked everybody really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they checked everybody really quickly. I, I remember one time there was a kid that was acting up, uh, really just being annoying and. My drill sergeant told us we were all in a formation, and he told us to about face, which is turn around, except for that one guy. And then you heard, and then he he had us about face again, and the kid was on the ground. He's like, <laughs> the drill sergeant's like, anyone see anything? Nope. <laughs> 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 no, that's sir. how he dealt with stuff. <laughs> okay. Hey, but you see, yeah, that, that's that tough love, not that coddling and all this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes certain people need to be dealt with in a certain way in order for them to get the message. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yep, yep. You know, and, and so you got the message. And so, how long did you serve for? What was that? Mis- how was that like for you now? Because you already have had a, a tough young life. Then you get into military service. My gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there in the 90s, there was stuff going on. So, yeah, how, yeah. You know, so how are you dealing with all this trauma you're already bringing? How are you dealing with that in, in the military? It was a uh, thing. I felt, like I, I felt like I couldn't be broken when I was in the military because of all the stuff that I've already endured. You know, and... Mm-hmm. I, I, so I, I went through the military like, you know, an average person, I guess you would say. <laughs> but um, I, I loved it, to be honest with you. I, I went to Cuba for six months. Oh, wow. um, yeah, we had uh, in 95, I think it was, we had um, Cubans and Haitians in the uh, um, in camps because they were trying to get over to the U.S. And we couldn't let them just walk on our shores, so we put them in camps. And um, that was interesting. There was a lot of rioting going on because they were in one form of, you know, what was going on with them and their government that they wanted to leave. And then we we got them, we picked them up out of the ocean and put them back into, like, concentration camps for lack of a better term. Oh wow. wow. No, it had it had um the pop wire and everything around it. Ooh, really? Yeah. 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 So seeking freedom becoming prisoners. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Yeah. 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 Wow. So there was a lot of rioting going on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, people out here complaining uh, about the stupidest things and look at those the plight of those people seeking freedom and then all of a sudden getting plucked out and you know, felt like they're incarcerated out, oh, man. That's sad. I mean, yeah. and you're seeing this, I'm pretty sure that that's adding yeah. to trauma because I mean, yeah. what person wouldn't feel bad, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, definitely. If, if you have a heart, you're gonna feel bad about it, yeah. But I, I, um, 
I still have a picture of a kid that was probably my son's age, now 10. Um, he lost his entire family on the ocean before the Navy could pick him Whoa. up. No yeah. way. Yeah, we oh, when we were there, kid. we kind of took him in. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what happened to him after we left, but we uh, kind of took him in and took care of him. And yeah, uh, that's tough. My gosh. Yeah. Hmm. So I can't definitely. imagine. That poor kid must have been hysterical. Poor kid. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, how long did you serve, and, and, and what steps did you take afterwards? I served for three years active duty, five years in active ready reserves. And mm -hmm. after that, I got um, odd jobs. And then my my grandfather and my uncle who raised me passed away from cancer a month apart, which put me in a, a really, month really, apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. which wow. put me in a horrible, horrible. Please. Depression. And sorry once again, because I can't. Wow, you just these wow big figures in your life. They just dropping. My God. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was horrible. You know, it was a horrible life to live. But I like to think of it as, you know, I went through all of that for a reason. So, so how did you deal you with know? that? Because you, you, the first time around, you know, you got yourself into you know trouble and you know and, and doing things that you shouldn't have. Did, did you kind of uh, devolve and go back to that? Did you evolve or was this a whole different lane now? I went really dark into a really dark depression. And um, I ended up, um, I didn't end up using drugs again, but I ended up trying to take my own life. Oh, yeah. I, w I began carving on myself, cutting on myself and, then one day I just felt like I had enough, and I I, I planned it. No, and you I planned, um, Bottle of pills, and I wrote the words "F you world" on my arm, and all that. And one night I, I I did it. The next night, and my friends found me. Luckily, yeah, really, my friends so, found so me before I, before I I died. Before you succumb, so how long were you there? Does anyone even know? From I the was, moment you, you took the pills, I was out a few hours. I don't know exactly how long, but I was out a few hours. I lived with my friends, so they they okay. went downstairs or something, and um, I was on the couch. Whoa! Yeah, that must have been scary for them to see their boy like that. No, yeah, all right. Sure. So, did you get on the road to recovery from that moment? You know, did you finally wake up, or or, or, or what, what what further happened here? <laughs> well, then I went to um, uh, the hospital, and then I went to a homeless shelter where the homeless shelter was full. So I ended up on the streets for a little bit, and then I ended up in shelter. Wait, you need help and all, uh, obviously, and they put you on the street instead. You're on. The yeah, they said there was no no room. <laughs> I, and yeah. you're a veteran on top of it. Jeez. Mm -hmm. Crazy. The way to retreat a vet, yo. I out of here. You guys should get some great priority treatment, in my opinion. You know? It's gotten better over the years, in uh -huh. some ways. In, in some ways. ways. But yeah. I'm just saying at that point in time, because, you know, I'm just thinking, wow, here's someone that had served, you know, obviously needs help. And... 
the system just didn't quite work out for mm-hmm. you, huh? Crazy. So how long were you on the streets? Right. I mean, when did the moment come, the wake-up moment? Uh, it came when I seen a lot of other veterans on the streets and in shelters. And I realized that I wasn't alone. You know? And then I, um, after that, I, I made it my mission to get out of that situation, which took me four or five years. But mm. after that, um, I just, it's been my mission to help other people. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I see that. That's awesome. Look at us. You see it, folks? He kept he lifted himself. So so talk about you becoming a writer and writing books and going on that mission to help others. You know, what were the steps that you started taking to get involved? That, yeah, that, that started when I learned about PTSD. I learned that I had PTSD because okay. I went undiagnosed for all those years. My I guess it originally began. And one six. Wow. And so at that, um, I decided that one way I was going to help people was to run programs um, about PTSD. And I learned everything I could about it over, over time. And um, that actually became one of my first books. And I had two other programs that I was running at the time, and those became my other two books. So there was three books. And then my addiction recovery book, Battle of a Lifetime, was actually like the first book that I sat down and wrote as a book. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So did you find therapy through writing? I did. Yeah. Therapy through writing and therapy through helping people. I mean, I, I do it as much for me as I do for everyone else. You know, I think that. I, yeah. There we go. And folks, you know, we, we're talking about books and how we help others. You can simply visit the website that I've been sharing at the bottom. And let's go take a look so you can give us a little tour of his website over here. Yeah. Right there, you can tell, you know, you got videos and you know, there goes the books. There goes that one he said, 10 homes in 11 years. That blows my mind still, that number. Mm-hmm. My gosh, there you go. So yeah. talk about the website, you know. What's going on? Oh, you have a new book coming, too. Look at this guy. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got that, and I have um, another one that I don't have the cover designed yet, but it's uh, my first children's book. Oh, it's, really? Hey, yeah. awesome. Congrats yeah. taking the step on Thank that. Woo. Called uh, um, Safety in Motion, okay. and it's going to have the main character is going to be a, a robot. That is neither male nor female, not black nor white or anything else. You know, so everybody can relate to him. Yeah, it's a and, robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And in, in the first book, he's going to be um, facing a, a bully and, you know, dealing with, with that and some other trials and tribulations that come along with school. Yeah, definitely, because PTSD is PTSD, whether you're, you know, regardless of gender, it's, 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 a, it's a trauma. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was bullied a lot in my in my youth, so. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because not having a mother, father, you know. I, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, in the era, yes, I know. Yeah, Very... Kids didn't know how to respond to it. 
Oh yeah, yeah. well, in New York where we grew up, it, people respond to that by throwing fists. <laughs> that was that, that was always the response. What you said about my mama, and boom, there we go, fists are flying. Yep. Oh, yeah, look at these, all these books. Yeah, you know, we got a lot of amazing. You can also check out the other uh, podcasts. Yep. Been on. Do you have your own podcast as well? No, I don't. I I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't put anything on there in a while. I am meaning to though. I want to start like a series of uh, many, many uh, doing that soon. Folks, there you go. He also has an Instagram. He has multiple socials you can follow him on. Again, you see this, you know, it's about enlightenment and and, and moving forward, getting strength, you know, and and talking. So will you be speaking anywhere? Do you do that or, or, or do you just do, you know, author books? Right now. I haven't done that since before COVID, but um, okay. I do want to get back out and you know do some speaking engagements. Yeah, we need yeah. folks. There we go. Let's get it done. So, if they wanted to invite you to an event to talk about yeah. you know your story, you know the books and your methods, you know where where is it best that they could reach you? Uh, LifelongExperience.net has everything on there it's got um contact info and all that on there yeah yep. it's as simple as that excellent excellent so before yep. we go what type of advice would you give somebody that's going through maybe ptsd well what would you tell them today don't give up hope you know i i, I talk about my my suicide attempt and um you know i tell people that was 20 years ago my son is 10, you do the math. You know, if I, if I didn't make it through that, he wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be talking to you. I wouldn't have multiple books out published. There's so many things that wouldn't have happened if I ended my life prematurely. You know, so that's, that's my, that's my message is, no matter how bad things get, keep pushing forward. Because things will better. And they absolutely do. And thank you, Charles, for recognizing that within yourself and, and, and doing your, your, your awesome work and that mission to help others. Can't wait to check out your, your, your kids' book. Send it on over for a review on Comic Crusaders <laughs> if you want. Uh, oh, yeah. But definitely yeah, folks, yeah. check out these books, check out the website, follow. My man over here, Charles. You know, what I mean, if you're going through it, you heard him. If you need some some help, you know, find someone to speak to, or you know, or check out one of these books that Charles has to offer. You know, I'm pretty sure you'll find some wonderful information there, or that you can vibe with, understand, that can help you through, you know, your issue. So get it done, yeah. all right. And everybody, yeah. I definitely appreciate you all listening and tuning in. Uh, all the links are also below to make it easy for you guys to just click away. Thank you for tuning in. Please make sure to check out my uh, other website, comicpresenters.com, if you're into pop culture, with my extended family over at undercovercapes.com as well. And you know what it is, mi gente. Stay motivated. Later. And that's a wrap. And that's for a wrap. Episode of the Alpha Mega Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to the stories from our guests. Numbers. 
Success is a journey, not a destination. Every step you take, no matter how small, no matter how you closer to your goal, don't give up on your dreams and keep pushing forward. Until next time, thank you for tuning in and stay motivated. Stay motivated.